crochet base. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet, while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody back to episode 12 of the Crochet Bays. I'm Jess. I'm Meg. And we are the, the Crochet, crochet Bays. I thought We're you said, so glad to have you back. I thought you said babies for a minute. I was like, <laughs> Crochet <"What?"> babies. <laughs> We're the Crochet Babies. Alternative Do you crochet feel- podcast. Angle. Okay. Do you feel weird right now because the last two episodes we've had a guest on it? And now we just don't. the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. <laughs> That's that really is the theme song of this podcast. Like we can make it if we try. <laughs> we're just we're just making it, you know. We're we're doing our best, Greg. <laughs> I don't know who Greg is, but Greg's our. He sounds like he's judgy. Greg is our PR. <laughs> our invisible like management that we can blame yeah. all our problems on man the podcast got uh, edited real late this time thanks greg <laughs> dang it greg not again is that gonna be new merch just thanks greg <laughs> i love it that and pattern juice yes oh, we need to get some uh hey, get a new round of merch coming out pretty i feel soon. like this week we should do some merch merch planning merch talk Oh, I love that. I love that idea. I mean, we really should do some merch like close to Christmas time, you know? Yeah, you guys want perfect pat- for the crocheter in your life. Y'all want pattern juice merch be- and thanks, Greg merch? Because I do. Deck the halls with crochet base merch. Fa la 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 la. That should be an ad. Well, we know what one of our ads are going to be today. <laughs> But really, though, we do need a Christmas song ad. Like, do you think Davey would do it? Would he sing for us? Yeah, I think we could get him, too. Yeah. Maybe a little Omnicord action in there. Oh, he's down. Okay, speaking of Omnicord, this is totally off topic, but um, did you see his duet of of the Rolly Poly song with the Omnicord? I didn't, but Michael did. He was like, why does Davey keep stitching with himself? (laughs) Or duetting or whatever. I was like, what? And he was showing it to me. But I think we were at a market at the time. So I couldn't like fully yeah. listen to it. But I, I need to. Davey like, okay. So Davey duetted him or duetted the guy while Davey was playing the Omnicord. And then he duetted himself playing his guitar. And yeah. so he was also with the Omnicord. And yeah. then he duetted that one with Logan going like at the end of the, of the Roly Poly song, the guy's like, Ooh. And then, like, Logan would imitate it. So yeah. he duetted, like, the whole thing and then had Logan going, ooh, it was so funny. That's amazing. I think maybe what it was is he was scrolling and he kept getting, like, every version of it after yeah. a while. So he was and like, what is going on? Didn't read it. <laughs> or I didn't watch it, so he didn't know. Yeah. Right. He, like, it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. He just kept doing it because he was, like, really, he's really into that song. And now, like, you're going to look up the Roly Poly song on TikTok and you won't be able to stop singing it. You'll mm. be like, put the Roly Poly in the basket. <laughs> oh, love a good TikTok dream. <clears throat> My husband has his own TikTok. Go find it. Uh, yeah, go find but it. But don't try to follow him because he'll, <laughs> he'll be block like, you. <laughs> stalker. <laughs> He's like, I can't get that many views. And I was like, that's because you don't let people follow you. 
why am I not TikTok famous? Also, anyone who tries to give him attention, like, no, you weird stalker. <laughs> but also, he's willing to be like voiceover extraordinaire for our podcast. So that? you know, at least because he's a disembodied voice, and he'll make TikToks on my mine. Like he'll make funny TikToks on mine, and yeah. He straight up will. I just I, he makes no sense. I love the man, but what so is funny. what is you? Yeah, Michael's the same way. Like not exactly, but you know the weird conundrums where it's like he'll be. He's totally fine with doing this, but this thing over here, it's like absolutely not. <laughs> In terms of like what he's willing to do on camera or like for a TikTok or yeah. things like that, so funny. They're weird. They weird, but we picked them, didn't we? I mean, I don't know about you, but mine was a forced marriage. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Episode 12 takes an interesting turn as we talk about Meg's arranged marriage. (laughs) You're familiar with what these are. (laughs) Anyway. Gosh. Anyway. (laughs) Hi, yi, yi. So, um, what's new with you, Meg's? Oh, man. I, like had my last market and you know we talked about that in the last episode and then I really like I kind of did nothing for a while I mean I take that back I did do stuff I (laughs) but I like didn't do any market prep I wasn't like planning another market I just I was taking it easy um Mm -hmm. but I've been doing a ton of like designing lately and I've had this big creative streak which has been really fun because I've had a few really really fun things so I dropped a pattern, um, which was the Queen Weedy, the big version of Weedy. And then um, I currently have a Yeti and a Sasquatch, like, pocket pattern in um, testing right now. And then I have a couple other things up my sleeve for this month. So I'm really excited because it's been going really good. And um, I'm just like, I have all these, like, creative juices flowing right now. And I'm trying to take advantage of it while I can because eventually they'll go away and I'll want to die inside because is I'll it, be like, I can't do anything. Is it creative juice or is it pattern juice? Because <laughs> I feel like there is a difference. It is 100% pattern juice. Pour me pattern a big old glass of that pattern Comes juice. six different flavors. <laughs> no, but this really is. This is, this is the season of Meg's pattern takeover, okay? Like, you can't be on TikTok, on Crochet Talk, without coming across one of Meg's patterns. And honestly, we love that for her. I'm I'm here for it. I'm really excited. I feel like right now I'm seeing a lot of really good patterns being released by different creators, and I'm super excited about it. Like, um, Hannah Groomy just came out with a deer today that dropped, and that was really cute. Stitching with Abby came out with, like, a pig and a cow. Um, Katie did has a lion coming out that's super cute and uh, Brittany is now doing some pattern designing and yeah. she made her loopy birds and they're really cute and there's just a lot going on our crochet girl has a star, a starfish um, and I'm pattern testing the starfish for her which is really fun and it's super easy pattern um, and it's no so so that's nice yeah. So there's just a lot like coming out right now, and it's really fun to watch because I'm yes. like, ugh, so much to do. <laughs> yeah. So nobody should be at a loss for you know if they're looking for an ami, they should be able to find something really fun, totally and fresh. And I'll have at least three pattern drops this month. Holy smokes! 
I love it. Trying to make them commas, my friend. Yes. Big comma energy. <laughs> big, big comma energy. That should be in the some more merch. Big comma energy. Yes, like market merch. Yeah. Ooh. I want a sweatshirt that says big comma energy. Can it just be me in like sunglasses looking like an absolute and a nice boss? Coffee. And then it yeah. and it and then it says big comma energy on it. Like I feel like everyone wants a sweatshirt with my face on it. I'm just picturing like big comma energy and then a giant comma like to the side of it. That yeah, would be really pretty too. I, I'm I guess I guess. I mean, your okay. face would also be acceptable. I mean, I mean, we literally talked about putting my face on it, but I guess <laughs> your face could be on the pattern juice carton. <laughs> like the, like the kid on the milk carton except for you're not missing but, no but... <laughs> <laughs> what if we did like the pattern juice like crunch that you know that looks like a legitimate like like can of a drink or whatever and then on the back it looks like the missing kid on the milk carton like <laughs> and it's just my face but it's just you She's not missing. She's just feeling real creative. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Oh no. What is wrong? I mean, we with just us? we just have to give the people what they want. And what the people want is whatever we decide they want. <laughs> what the people want is video podcasts. And what the people aren't getting is the video podcast. <laughs> We gotta make some more moolah before we can Listen, make that dream come true. You guys start making our merch viral, and we'll give you the video podcast. <laughs> Blow it up. Go out in the queen. viral media sense, not the actual explosive device uh, sense. Oh wow, you went there. All right. What's Speaking new? of bombs, what's new with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What a segue. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's quickly preface this. Um, Jessica is a loser, and in the wintertime, in prime crochet season, she doesn't do crochet. She does hot cocoa bombs. They're delicious. I couldn't tell you for certain because I've never had one, but they're delicious. Um, <laughs> and and let her tell you about it because she's been making money moves. Yeah, so I don't want to like, I don't want to go into it too much because you know. It's a crochet podcast, even though we go on rabbit trails all the time. As we just did a huge rabbit trail. (laughs) Yup. Yeah. So you guys have heard me talk about it many times. And this week was the market of all markets. Um, It was a, it was my busiest and most successful market last year by thousands in sales. Um, And so I knew it was probably going to be big again this year. So I was trying to, I was trying to prepare and make sure I had enough stuff because I sold out of like almost everything last year and I didn't want that to happen again this year. And then plus last year was amazingly the first year they had ever done this event, but it was in a downtown of a city that's like very well established. Like thousands of people go to any event that's put in this, that's put on in this downtown area because they always do a really good job. So it's not surprising that it was super well attended in its first year. So second year, the plan was it's only going to be bigger because now they've done it, you know, before. And so they were like, yeah, we really want to make sure everyone has enough stuff to sell for the entire evening. Because I'm pretty sure I was not the only one who underestimated how busy it was going to be last year. 
So really wanted to make sure I had enough so I didn't sell out of a ton of stuff. So we worked so hard the week up until the Thursday market. My sister came and stayed overnight and helped me for like two days. So shout out to Emily. She's got her she's got her shout out for this episode of the podcast. She gets a shout um, out almost every episode. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I got it covered. Check, check that off the, the box of uh, episode requirements. So um, my husband helped a ton and we worked really hard and he came with me to the market as well as my mom. Um, and the first half of the day was like steady, but not quite as busy as last year. So I was kind of a little bummed at the beginning thinking like, okay, this isn't going to be quite as successful as last year but it's still busy like it's still a good market Mm -hmm. um it's just not maybe gonna be as busy as last year and then um it hit like five o'clock and this is one of those weird markets where like toward the end it gets busier instead of sometimes it's like your last hour is your slowest it was like the total opposite for this one because the market is from 12 p.m to 9 p.m but the actual like event that's tied around the market that's outside of the pavilion where we were was from five to nine. So once it hit five o'clock, that's when like everybody showed up and it's also on a Thursday. So it's not like, yeah, you know, so there's people like, coming from after work and everything. Right. Everyone's getting off work. So like yeah. now everyone's like, Oh, it's after work and there's still a couple hours of this left. Like I can go. Exactly. So it got so crowded. It got so slammed and um, I ended up surpassing what I did in sales last year by about $800. Which is amazing. It was truly wild. My tent was so packed with people with just like armfuls of stuff to buy that we could hardly like restock the shelves because it was just like packed like sardines with people waiting to like buy the stuff that they had picked out. And I was running my register and my husband and my mom were restocking and we probably did that for like a solid hour where all I did was just one after the other cash people out. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. And like my, my markets are not normally like that. It's normally like your crochet markets where every once in a while somebody comes through and buys something. So it was like very surreal. Um, we sold out. We didn't sell out of any flavors. There were fewer. It was like we had one left or three left. Um, so I ended up spending the whole next day my husband took the day off of work and my sister came over again and the three of us spent the entire day making more product because I had another market on Saturday and I was trying to make enough for both Thursday and Saturday but once again I underestimated how much I was going to sell on Thursday so um altogether it was like one of the most exhausting weeks of my life I think it's the most hours I've worked in a week in my entire life uh and the least amount of sleep <laughs> Um, but it was worth it. I, I, yeah, I'm just really grateful. It was, um, one of a kind type of week. Very, very much unicorn type week. Like it does not normally happen. And my TikTok, holy smokes, my Sullenberg Sweets TikTok. Your TikTok, that was, that's been a weird and awesome and wild experience. I lived my entire life on live this past week because everyone was very emotionally invested in how these markets were going to go. So it was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go live while I'm making all this stuff for the Thursday market. Then I ended up going live at the Thursday market. Everybody watched me sell all this stuff. And then it was like, okay, well, we have to make more on Friday. So I guess I'll go live again on Friday and everybody can, you know, watch me get ready for the next one. So then I had to go live at that market because people were interested in how that one was going to go. 
So I lived my entire life on live this week. And one of the days, I think it was the day before the Thursday market. Yep, it was. The algorithm gods smiled upon me. And (laughs) I was thinking, I, I said it out loud. I was like, man, I've had like over 300 people watching at once. And that's really cool. I wonder if we could hit 400. Like that would yeah. just be so cool. And um, the the viewers started to pick up. And then we did hit 400. And it was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like 400 people. And then it just like, it just like blew through the roof. It was crazy. It just kept climbing. It was like 400, 500, 600, 700. And we just kept like everybody in the comments, like every time it would hit a new hundred, everybody was like, oh my gosh. And like, it just, it, it you know, it's like one of those things where, like once it takes off, the algorithm's like, yes, yes, yes. We're sending everyone to you. And it's like, <laughs> you have that moment of glory where it's like, I know this is not going to happen again, maybe ever, but like, I'm going to soak it in while it's happening. I'm going to need you to take all that energy and send it towards me. I would love Thanks. to oh gosh we trying it's... to hit 10k baby yes so it um at its peak it got up to 1.8k viewers which that's amazing i was like not being productive at all because my brain was unable to function i was like what is happening right now the follows were like insane i jumped like a thousand over a thousand you over followers. a thousand you went over a thousand because when i went in there like i because i had looked at some point and you were at like 42 or something like that or like yeah. 44 or four, somewhere between 42 and 45 yeah and then I came back and you were at like 61 something and I was like what <laughs> like I came back and I was like what is going on Are it you was like- insane oh my gosh so yeah um it was really wild I the whole this whole week was just like uh, it felt like a fever dream. I'm like, is any of this actually happening? Because I was also running on such little sleep. It was like, this doesn't yeah. feel real. <laughs> you had a crazy week, which, but like in a good way. Yes, like- in a good way, in a crazy way. Like Friday night, we were trying to get everything done before the Saturday market. There was a windstorm that came through <clears throat> and knocked our power out right as I was trying to finish everything. So then we tried to get a generator. The generator wasn't working. We got the power came on in the middle of the night, so we got up early in the morning to finish everything. And then Friday morning, one of the pipes under our sink got disconnected, and there was water oh. all over our kitchen floor. So we had like it was just like all these weird like it was mostly really really great things, but then we had all these little weird things happening too. It was just a really bizarre week, start to finish. Um, but but it was great. <laughs> it was wild, and there was something else that I was gonna say. What was I going to say? It was something about something that I said when I was live and I thought it was funny. Oh, oh my gosh. So one, one thing that was, that was making me laugh about, so I was saying how I basically like lived my life on, like if I was awake, I was on live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so true. You were literally on live all day long. It was crazy. Um, I was live so much that one of the nights when I was asleep, <laughs> one of the nights when I went to bed, I, like, woke up in the middle of the night because the cats were, like, fighting with each other. Duncan kept, like, jumping on the bed and attacking Hotch, whatever. Woke up in the middle of the night, and I, like, Duncan was off the bed, but she was playing. I think she was playing with something on the ground. It was making a lot of noise, and I was trying to, like, get her to stop so she would be quiet. And I was, like, half asleep, half awake. And I had been on live so much that in my, like, half-asleep state... 
I was reaching over to try and like get Duncan to stop and my brain was like oh like make sure you look at the camera like (laughs) so they can see you and then I was like it's 3 a.m it's completely pitch black you're in your bed like you are not on live right now Jessica but like my brain automatically as soon as I woke up was like look at the camera (laughs) and I was like oh no sounds like you need a fast from TikTok live I'm like that my god that's next level (laughs) you need Uh, help there are (laughs) it's a it's a cry for help there it's are programs <laughs> for people like you. I'm going to a social media um, Anonymous therapy group. retreat. Oh, man. Going to social media rehab. Yeah, exactly. So, Oh, boy. Needless to say, the next few days are going to be much more chill. We're not going to be on live. This podcast is brought to you by Winning a Game of Yarn Chicken. There are a handful of things on this floating rock we call Earth that bring pure joy. Watching the sunrise, diving into a plate of expertly prepared chicken parmesan, holding your newborn for the very first time. But none of those experiences hold a candle to the pinnacle of our human experience. Winning a game of yarn chicken. Every stitch until the end of your project is a hope, a wish that you will succeed. Will it be enough? Only time will tell. You make your way to the last few stitches and your confidence soars. What jubilation! What jubilation! (laughs) You've just won the most important game! So thank you once again to today's sponsor, winning a game of yarn chicken. I don't know what that means! Uh, what you drinking over there? So, I mean, actually, I am drinking. I'm drinking coffee and I put one of my latte bombs in here because I made I made one too many um, of my peppermint mocha ones and I didn't I had only made 12 bags up or Emily actually did and I had 13 and I was like you know what that 13th one is for me so I saved it for me and I made it and it's really delicious that's great it tastes like I'm Christmas. so glad that out of the two of us one of us actually uses our products <laughs> <laughs> I, it's very rare that I have my own bombs. Um, usually, it's like if if it gets broken and dropped at an event, yeah. I'll have it or something. And so, usually, like if it's made and it's like not broken, I'll be like, "Oh, I gotta sell it." But after the week I had, and I had this one left over, I was like, "You know what? That one's for me. That one's <laughs> for me." I know Britt was throwing shade at me yesterday because she was like, "How often do you make?" I'm losing my AirPods. And uh, I just how often my you make what? Because it, it got my, garbled. Yeah, my I lost my earphones. Um, she was like, "How often do you make your own patterns?" And I was like, "I don't know. I make them sometimes." And she's like, "Yeah. When was the last time you made this one and this one and this one?" <laughs> and I'm like, "It's been they're a for while. The, Who they're cares? for the people, Britt. Yeah, I make it for the people. But like." <laughs> She's like, when was the last time you made a big grumpy sunflower? I was like, in October. And she's like, that's a long time. And I was like, well, are you repetitively making the same thing over and over every week to week, homie? Like, chill out. <laughs> also, it's winter time, my my guy. It's the holiday season. It ain't. It ain't it's grumpy not sunflower, sunflower season. season. Yeah, thank you. Someone understands me. It ain't Brittany. Um. <laughs> Brittany. 
fucking retinue. Oh gosh. What are you drinking, Mags? I was drinking uh coffee. Oh, but you drank you know, that real fast. On your long tangent about hot cocoa bombs, which was quite fascinating. Yeah. I said I, I wasn't I, gonna go into a rabbit trail and then I just went right ahead and I did drank that, it all. I? Oh no, I love it. Because I didn't get to hear everything, you know, because I'm I'm a loser and I'm never in your lives. You heard bits and pieces, yeah. I did. Which I don't even feel bad about because you're also never in my life, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, this is what's so funny about us. So we're obviously very close friends. We, like, go and spend money to visit each other in different states and all these things. But we, like, rarely interact with each other on our social media anymore. Usually it's like a pop and it's like, hi, and then we disappear. Yeah, literally. And we used to be like, in the beginning, we were like making sure we were scheduling our lives around each other and like being in the live with each other the whole time, hyping it up like crazy. And now we're like, eh, you can do your own work. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel like it's a low key little bit of a competition. Like I'll wake up in the morning, I'll be like, I'm going to go live and then I'll open it up like, dang it, Meg's already live. She beat me. competition we're like gonna be getting up at 5 a.m at one point like i gotta be first Gosh. my alarm will go off at 3 a.m and david will be like what are you doing i was like i gotta get up and get ready for jessica gets up. Can't let jessica beat me not again i gotta be first let's be honest though our mutual followings like you way better than me okay so because they're always like i'm gonna go hang out and jess is live and i'm like okay well you know it's a, I feel like the season right now is weird, but once we get okay. back into normal things, it's going to swing back to you. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you don't have to try to make me feel better. But, but we also, do kind of go through seasons, you know? We do. We really do. Like, this is your season. Summertime is mine. Um, don't worry, because your season's coming to an end, and I'm about to steal all she your said, thunder. Don't worry. It's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> Your reign as the Cocoa Bomb Queen is coming to an end. But also, when you start crocheting again, are we going to go live together more? I feel like I we, think, we, I should. Think we should. I think we should go live while we have two simultaneous, cool, related, but different things going. Where I'm engraving and you're crocheting. <gasps> yeah. That's probably what the new year is going to look like. Is like me doing engraving and you crocheting. It's and true. it could be, it's and true. we could do some fun collab things too with that. We absolutely could. I'm here for it. I love it. Oh what man, look at us! Look at us not doing anything related to the podcast right now. We're literally just, just having a meeting we're, about like we're our like social having media a conversation. <laughs> Is somebody taking notes? Please send them to the crochet base. <laughs> if you'd like to Sorry, be our guys. admin assistant, you know this is your official application. <laughs> Take good, good. minutes. If someone actually sends in an application, like as a joke, I may consider. <laughs> that could be our other ad. We're looking for an admin we who should. wants to work for no pay. If you send in a really funny application and make it look legit, I will send you a surprise. Ooh. Okay. I'll make Jess do it too. <laughs> I'll send you a dolphin picture. Rude. <laughs> She's like, and the podcast is over. This is Dan the Crochet Days with Megs and not the dumb face Jess. <laughs> That's merch. 
Megs and the dumb face jeans. <laughs> if it's not merch, it's at least an emote on your uh, on your TikTok lives for your subscribers. <laughs> dumb, I still probably <laughs> dumb face. It, but I want dumb face. Okay, you can tell it's been a long time since we've talked because we're just we have the so much to each ca- other. We have so much to catch up on too, like for real. And we even we video really chatted did. for like an hour before we recorded we this did. podcast. Uh, so just indulge us being like friends catching up and also lightly roasting each other. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, but this is nothing like other episodes. <laughs> I mean, Actually, it kind I, of is. Let's be it real. really is. It really is. So should we okay. get to the task at hand? I feel like we should. Um, so this episode, which we haven't even said, we just said episode 12. Sure haven't. Oh, this episode is um, episode 12. And um, we're talking about unconventional places that you've crocheted. Yes. Okay. So we really threw this together very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very, which is probably why it's so messy, but I'm kind of here for it anyways. It's a vibe. So um, I really was worried. Like, honestly, when we were talking earlier today about this, I was like, man, I think we probably need to change the topic. But I'm just, I'll go live. We'll see what happens. And and like, I had a, I didn't have like a pop in 1.8K live. <laughs> we had a solid 40 in there and I appreciate that. Yeah. And and everyone was really interactive and it was just a really fun live. Um, and I, I started the live off. I was just like crocheting a blanket. Um, and I started the live off just going, Hey, I'm popping on here. This is why I'm not just crocheting. Like I'm doing crochet based business. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone was like, bet. Um, so I asked <laughs> them, you know, what, what is some unconventional or weird places you've crocheted? And at first people were just popping off really random stuff. And I was like, wait, have you really crocheted these places? <laughs> and then they were like, oh no, I was just naming things. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear places you think would be weird. I want to hear places that you actually have done and yes. are like unconventional or weird or whatever. And I was like, it doesn't have to necessarily be funny or like crazy. It can just be different, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of ones that were similar. Like a lot of people said the same thing and, and maybe not, not weird, but I, I suppose you could count them as unconventional. And then there was somewhere I was like, Hey, what? And then <laughs> others I was like, Oh, the tears are streaming. So, um, and so let's preface yeah, this by ahead. saying that you, you did this live. I was asleep uh-huh. yep, <laughs> because of the week that I've had. So yeah. I actually haven't heard any of these mm-hmm. so you guys are hearing them I mean if you were on the live you heard some of them but um you guys are hearing them for the first time as I am as well so yeah I'm interested to hear what you guys what the feedback was I actually have one and should I say I, I thought of one just now as you were saying that and I was like oh this would be really crazy mm-hmm. and I should say it yeah. out loud and see if just it's it. on your list we'll see um, just do it like one of the craziest places I could think of to crochet would be on a roller coaster Okay, there's definitely no roller coaster ones, but like, homie, I'm by Adventureland, and if I'm not, if I'm moving to Minnesota, I'm at Valley Fair. You bet, I will crochet. Wouldn't that be on, amazing? On a roller coaster. Although a I crochet mean, hook could be like a projectile weapon if you ooh, accidentally I, let go. Of I it. might get sued. Maybe I won't do that. <laughs> at least a plastic one, but if it's flying fast enough, it could still do a lot of damage. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's about the um the what is it. The force, not the actual, yeah, not the actual object. So maybe this is not a wise idea. But I'll just take like a yarn ball or something and be like, maybe maybe a kitty coaster. (laughs) Maybe we'll just like stage it. 
or even like one of those like like uh scrambly twisty turny ones where you spin fast like that oh, could be less dangerous like, but still impressive the, the tilt hurls <laughs> that was like my favorite at the the carnivals I, growing up i straight loved those oh I, man i can't handle that stuff now i don't think okay. i would be able to it's been years <clears throat> Remember when we were like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get 45 minutes into this episode. And it's already over a half hour. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my goodness. All right. So um, Darby had a couple of them that were really funny. And and some of these I wrote down people's um, – some of these I wrote down their usernames. Others I didn't because there was a lot of repeats and I didn't want to be like, blah, 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 said this, this, and this. And it was like the exact same thing. So. Yeah. Um, Darby Johnson uh, 611 said that she was crocheting waiting in a Chipotle line. <laughs> and y'all know me. Y'all know me. That one spoke to Chipotle. your soul. Oh, yes, it did. <laughs> Chipotle is my jam. I was like, heck yeah. Could you just picture that? Like, you're sitting there crocheting in the line. And you're like, yeah, bowl, please. Brown rice, black beans, steak. Oh, yeah. Hit me with that queso. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that your order? Will you just list it off? No, I can't have queso. That's true. You can't. <laughs> No, no rice. Uh, my order is black beans, um, barbacoa. <laughs> black beans and barbacoa, nothing else. No, I do black beans, barbacoa, verde, um, fajita mix, lettuce, and guacamole. Interesting. It's the best. It's so good. I love it. I'm really happy for you. Thanks. Love that for you. I do love the barbacoa. If I go to Chipotle, that's the meat I'm picking. So good. I used to be like steak, chicken, nothing else. And I was like, let's try this barbacoa Mm -hmm. thing. You can't go back once you try it. I know. You just can't. It's so good. Um, Okay. So that one was really neat. Okay. The other one she said, and I don't think I wrote it down on here, um, but she was telling me about it. And I was like, what the heck? So I'm just looking at my list here. Okay. So she said that she wasn't... um, so she was in the car crocheting which isn't really unconventional like road trips is on here but like we a lot of people crochet road trips right and stuff and she said in the middle of crocheting they got into a car 11 pile up car accident so like the part that made it unconventional is that she got into a car accident while crocheting yikes so that was pretty wild i was like oh wow okay i need more like info on this i was like were you driving i hope not because like two things here one no crocheting and driving but also if you were crocheting and driving like i need to know are you a wizard (laughs) driving with your knees and then crocheting with your hands oh that's the scariest thing i don't know how people can do that okay yeah um a lot of people said like hospital waiting room Mm -hmm. which is unconventional in a way but not uncommon like you see you know people play on their phones mm-hmm. why wouldn't you be knitting and crocheting i feel like back before like electronics existed what would you do read a magazine you'd be knitting or something you know yeah you seen call the midwife that's what all the ladies are doing in the waiting room so true that's definitely accurate <laughs> actually for the record, pastime. I, I feel like that show does a really great job of trying to stay accurate to the time mm-hmm. just saying yes um a lot of people said, like, school pickup line and sports events. Another one I don't think is, like, that crazy, but definitely technically unconventional, yeah. Yeah, especially if you compare, like, crocheters <clears throat> to the rest of the public. Yeah. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, what's conventional is pulling out your phone. What's not conventional right. is, like, actually pulling out a project and working on something totally. in a stadium seating situation. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And I think it's kind of awesome. It's like a two for one. Yes. Um, people said like on break at work or a lot of people who said they were like CNAs or nurses, they'll sit at the nurse's station and crochet while they're Aww. like waiting to answer a call. And actually this one relates to me. So I was a CNA in the assisted living home and I worked overnight. So I'd work like an 11 to 7 a.m. shift and we would get there. And the first thing we would do when we'd get there is we'd eat a meal together, like me and the other, my other coworkers. And then we would um, go do like our, our jobs we had to do because we had to like clean up. And then the rest of the night we sat around answering call lights. So you'd like wait for a call light to come. So right. I was like, okay, like technically I can't be on my phone, but they also are like, it's fine. You know, just don't be like, like if it becomes a problem, we're taking them away basically. Yeah. Um, but I was like, now nah, I'm going to crochet. So I would crochet while I waited for call lights. Right. Um, and, like, a lot of people said that same type of thing, like, at the nurse's station, if they were, like, you know, overnight at a job or or just, like, I do this job where I have a lot of downtime and I'm just waiting, so I'll just pick up some a hook and yarn and crochet. Right. Um, and I – so, oh, this is another life update that I don't know if I yeah. shared with you. Um, in the new year, I might potentially be working part-time as the office coordinator at our church in the church office. Oh, wow. So um, it would be just two days out of the week and mm. like 12 to 14 hours a week. So really like a manageable thing, but it would be, I figured it would be, first of all, a blessing to the church because we haven't had an office admin in like two years. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so they're like desperately looking for somebody. And I already know all the stuff because I used to work full time in the office. Yep. Um, but it would still give me like, you know, at least four other days in the week to grow my business. Mm-hmm. So it's a good mix of like, I have time to grow my business, but also I have a guaranteed monthly income. So like if I have a month where, you know, I don't sell as much or whatever, I'm still guaranteed a certain amount, which is really nice. But I was wondering, like, as we were kind of talking through, you know, if this job was going to be a good fit for me, um, I was thinking like, hmm, I wonder if I would have downtime in the office where I could crochet. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it'll be that type of job. It feels like there'll probably always be something to do, especially if I'm only there two days a week. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I might have to bring my crochet bag in there with me just in case. You never know. Even, never if it's know. Just like your, even if it's just like your lunch break. Right. And your crochet, right. you know? Totally. Um, Dragonfly Boutique, our mm-hmm. friend Kim, mm-hmm. she said that she was crocheting in an airplane competition okay sorry i was swallowing coffee airplane competition yeah do tell okay you don't you don't know do you know this right like she her husband's a pilot i don't think i did know that yeah they have an airplane just like a personal airplane yeah like a two-seater airplane so what is an airplane competition like they i don't know any details I, I don't know any details. I got nothing for you. She's going to have to explain to us later. But yeah. I feel like she was telling me and Kim uh, about this on like one of our lives. And we were just like, what? Fly to us and visit. Yeah. Or like fly so, to Meg's, pick her up, then fly to Michigan. Heck yeah. We have our own personal crochet based airline. Come on, Kim. <laughs> Oh Get with the gosh. program. I don't think it would fit all of us, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. So wait, so was she was she crocheting in the airplane while they no, competed, or she was watching? She, she was watching. Okay. I mean, like, either one but, is impressive, but that would really be crazy. Unless, unless I totally misrepresented it and she was in the airplane because what that if, would be awesome. What if? 
we were talking about the dangers of driving and crocheting. What if she was flying the plane and crocheting? <laughs> right? Okay. I have, I crocheted on the plane and you've crocheted on a train. Mm-hmm. I've also crocheted on a plane. And now we can write a children's book. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, we the places go. you'll crochet. Yeah, literally. Meg crochets on <gasps> a train. That's March too. Just crochets on a train. <laughs> like... Kim crochets on a plane. <laughs> um, that's merch though. Oh, the places you'll crochet. Yeah, I feel like Dr. Seuss would sue us. I mean, it's not the phrase; it's just happens to be similar. I think we could get away with it. It's different I'm enough. Crochet on the brain. We can make it a TikTok audio. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I do so enjoy cool. I do enjoy crocheting on a plane though, especially if they have like the the screens where you can watch a movie. Put on a movie, you got your little airplane snack, and then you can sit and crochet. It's a good day in my opinion. I didn't have a TV, but I had lots of leg room because I upgraded to Comfort Plus on Delta, mm-hmm. and I had a lovely flight attendant across from me that was like sending Snapchat videos of me crocheting to all her little friends. Oh yeah, that's right. And. And then the lovely Scottish businessman next to me who was telling me all about everything in his life. And Aww, like he was a talker. It was just a it was just a nice chat. We had a good chat. Don't it was you great. love it? He was very sweet. That sounds very like you nice had guy. like the most pleasant flight experience that you could have. It really was. Like I got less crocheting done than I thought I would simply for the fact that I was having such a great conversation with this dude next to me. Aww. It was the fastest flight I've ever had in my life. I love it. It was great. He was very nice. Um, a lot of people said road trips. <clears throat> a handful a handful of us said like Bible study or our small group or in church. Now, I feel like people are really 50-50 about the church one. Like a lot of people were like, oh, I do it at Bible study. I wouldn't do it at church. But I'm like, dude, I crochet in church. And here's the thing. It's not like I'm not choosing obnoxious pro- projects where I have to be like counting or, right. or you know, like it's it's like boom, I have this like neon orange project in, in your face and I'm sitting front row and everyone's like, what are you doing? Or you're whipping like, out this like queen size blanket that you got to flip exactly. over every time you do a row. You know, like, like I'll make some coffee sleeves that I have the pattern memorized enough that I don't have to really like pay attention to it because I can crochet without looking. So that's the other thing. Right. Um, and it helps me focus in on what's being said way better than if I'm just sitting there like, what do I do with my hands? Because I... um. I'm not really great at taking notes. I mean, I try, but I'm not super great at it. So, and I really need my hands busy. So like for me, crocheting is a really easy way to stay focused mm-hmm. and keep my hands busy. Um, and then like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not distracting people. Like I'll sit in the back to make sure that I'm not like in people's like view. So they don't go like, what is going on over there? Yeah. Um, I've never had anyone have an issue with it. And like, the other thing is you can do things to like serve with it too Absolutely. like you want to crochet in church crochet scarves and hats for the homeless mm-hmm. you know like or crochet um hats for like babies in the NICU or crochet hats for parents who've lost children like you can turn it into a ministry and and do it in a way to like glorify God Absolutely. it doesn't have to be just this like blah 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 I'm doing this thing to distract myself like 
I'm not distracted. I'm very focused on the message. Half of the time I'm like, do do. Oh yeah. Amen. You know, like that <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. So, I, um, sorry, that, that was me preaching for the day. <laughs> I had seen a Facebook post like a while ago about a church where there was like a group of ladies, older ladies that like, that's what they do. They sit together and they work on yeah. scarves and blankets and stuff. And then they, and then they donate them to the homeless and I think that's great. it's like a whole group of them that do that and I'm like that's uh-huh. super cool I can't quite get away with it because I do sit in the front row because I'm on staff at the church and like right even though I know <clears throat> even though I know I'm not distracted listening to it it's kind of one of those like perception is reality type things so like because totally. I'm on staff and I'm in the front row um I don't want other people to perceive that I'm tuned out because that's not a good look. So like I don't right. even though I would probably enjoy doing it, I don't just because of my situation, but yeah, I do wish I could because I would enjoy it a lot. See, I get that totally because I actually the days that I'm on the worship team, I generally won't bring crochet. Yeah. Um because of that, because people are visibly seeing me up there that day and I'm sitting in the front row and I don't like you're right the perception thing it's just it's like it's like a curse of working in leadership in any way mm-hmm. whether volunteering or on staff especially on staff yeah you're always so a representation of yeah. the organization exactly. whether you want to be or totally. not that's a mantle you take on when you step into leadership so yeah. it's a hard pill to and, swallow and honestly, like when you first start in something yeah. like that but then you just kind of you know learn like this is this is how it is and you just you weigh that and decide if it's worth mm-hmm. it for you and for me it is so and honestly, like we're talking about that and it's not related to crochet, but it still applies to owning a business. Like you Absolutely. are the, like the face of your business too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, or just, you know, wanting to be a content creator or whatever you do, like, like just remember, you know, everything you do is a perception to everybody else. Like I guarantee you, there are people online who think certain things about us, maybe not necessarily negative, And I'm not even saying like they're thinking poorly of us, just like have a perception of, of like how our life is lived or who we are and 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 it may be inaccurate mm-hmm. you know like because it's so easy to to look at something and go oh well I see this online or I see them in this setting and they definitely like like must be this way when in reality it's probably not even that way mm-hmm. it's just a perception that's put on either unintentionally or intentionally yeah you're always a representation especially when you are the business I like if if it's something that you own and that's a little scary because it's like if you do enough markets and stuff around your local area like you do get like people remember you they remember your face and so like like that time when our car died like a couple times ago um our car wouldn't start and this couple came out from the restaurant and was helping us you know, jump the car. And I was, you know, trying to be cool, trying to be chill about it, even though I was really frustrated. And then the guy was like, oh, you're the cocoa bomb lady, aren't you? He was like, yeah, my wife recognized you because you come to our church every year and do the market. And I was like, oh, dang. So it's like, you kind of are always potentially going to be recognized. So it's like, how do you want your brand to be represented? Because when you're in public... There's always a chance that people are going to see you and form an opinion, which like, you know, we all have bad days. It's not like you have to be perfect all the time, but it's something to be aware of for sure. And I'd like to point out that there's a difference between being a celebrity, being famous and being known, but all three of those things can exist. Right. So like there are famous people on TikTok, there are celebrities on TikTok, and there are also people who are known. Mm -hmm. 
So just because you may not be famous or a celebrity doesn't mean you're not known. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. All good things. And none of it is like, you need to make sure you put on a show. Because I'm certainly not yeah, saying be that. Yourself. I don't put on a show. I can tell you 100% Jessica doesn't put on a show. We don't, like, what you see is what you get. But even in that case, like, even then, so perceptions can be put on. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you just, you don't see every second of every day. Right. So. Now that we've gone on to that little tangent. Tangent number 37. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you never know what kind of little nuggets of wisdom you're going to get on the crochet base. There you go. Can we can we have um, merch that's just a chicken nugget and a wizard hat and we can call it nuggets of wisdom? <laughs> or nuggets of whiz? The whiz nugget. The whiz nugget! <laughs> Wait, you you haven't watched Parks and Rec, have you? Uh, no, not really. I've seen tidbits. Because there's one... So Leslie Nope, who's, like, played by Amy Poehler, she's on this date, and she's super nervous, and she tells the guy, she goes, I'm gonna go to the Wiz Palace. That's what I call the bathroom. (laughs) And so then from that moment on, they refer to the bathroom as the Wiz Palace. So the Wiz Nugget sounds... It just reminds me of that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Which is not good. <laughs> but it is no. funny. Why'd you have to ruin I'm sorry. a chicken nugget that's a wizard? Oh, man. it's. I think oh, it's spelled differently, think, though, so we're okay. Um, some people, it is, some people said they crochet in the library, which is kind of an interesting oh, one yeah. in a way. but. But not necessarily a place that would be like that's bizarre, but but unconventional, mm-hmm. like because you go to a library to get books and read. It's a quiet but place. People... Calm. But I suppose you could sit in a library and listen to audiobooks. Absolutely, yeah. And crochet. So I think that's a great thing. That's actually a really great place to crochet. Less less like distractions there. All right, this one blew my mind. Okay. Like I couldn't get over this. I practically begged this poor lady to let me tell her story. Okay. Okay. So. Um, Messy Mama 93, all right, she was crocheting while she was in labor. Oh, wait, I think, was this mentioned before, like, in another live? Because I feel like... No, nope. Okay. Okay, you, what you're talking about is one of our, our friends. She was watching she the live. Came into my live that's and right, watched that's my right, live that's right. while she was in labor. And I was like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, okay, that's what and I was, was thinking awesome. of. Okay, she tagged me in all of her baby videos, and I and it's intentional because I begged her to. <laughs> and her baby is the cutest thing ever. I love oh it, and I just I love when she sends me like all the the TikToks. But this lady like came into my live and like had had never been in it before. She followed me during it and was telling me about this. Okay, yeah. so I was like, I need I need the story. I need details. I need you to tell me this. Do I have permission to share this? And uh, so she's like, Yeah, and it was like like are you saying like when you first went into labor where it's like it hurts but it's manageable because the thing about labor is it goes in stages like in the beginning it hurts and stuff but like you can talk through it you can laugh through it you can you know mostly function through it you just have those like like five to ten minute contractions where you have time to breathe and do things and then you move into them getting closer where they're like one to two minutes apart or like a minute apart and then you go to transition where it's like i can't do anything i'm literally like having I'm possessed by a demon on the floor type of contractions like that's straight up what it was I was growling okay and I'm not even joking I was straight up like growling I was like don't touch me like, um, 
and then and then you give birth and that's a whole other story okay so i asked her the first thing i asked her was like what were you making like i need to know what you were crocheting and she's like i was making i was crocheting a blanket and i was like okay that's amazing like gotta finish this baby blanket before the baby gets yeah and she was like she did not finish it before the baby got there but that's okay and i was like okay so then i you know i was asking her like were you crocheting it like in the beginning stages and then you stopped like what were you doing are you familiar with what crowning is yes <laughs> she was crocheting this blanket while she was crowning so like and if you're not familiar with what crowning is that means the baby's head is coming out yeah so i like with the little i know about like hospitals uh-huh. i find it hard to believe that the doctors even like let her you know i feel like they're so I, like right? okay you gotta do so this, this you gotta is... do that you can't do this you can't do that so i've it's weird that it's they didn't so... take it away Okay, so it's really different depending on the doctor. Like, in my situation with my mind, she was just like, just, you know, like, listen to your body. Your body will tell you what to yeah. do. That was my doctor. Yeah. She was like, you do what you want to do. Granted, my situation was a little bit different. There was no risk to the baby. So there's that. But um, in a in a typical, normal, healthy birth, like, they will let you take the lead. Yeah. Because they don't truly need to do anything. Your body does know what to right. do. Um, she said she had an epidural and could not like, so her epidural must've been really working hard because I, even, I like, even in my situation, I had just gotten my epidural and it was like fully kicked in and I could still feel everything. Yeah. So, um, my epidural didn't fully work, but besides the point, she was freaking crowning. <laughs> That's crazy. That's amazing. So then I asked her, I was like, okay, so I like, do you still have this project? And she's like, yeah, I still have the blanket. And I was like, and she's like, I finished it. And I was like, how old is this child? This child's seven now. I was like, we need like a picture of this child with this blanket. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably sound like a total creeper, but I was like, I'm so invested <laughs> in this now. Like, this is this amazing. Is... It was blowing my mind. Like, you're straight up about to like give birth to a baby any second. You're like, like I'm a crochet. <laughs> this is the ultimate form of like, of uh rush finishing a project before a deadline <laughs> this yeah. is the, the peak form of that and and what's awesome is like she actually wasn't the only one who crocheted while she was in labor like somebody else crocheted they said they were up to like eight centimeters and then they were like okay i'm done which is fair because that's like right around the time you hit transition and right. you're like ready to you're in that like i'm now a demon being possessed type of mo- mode so that one was pretty that's amazing. merch too crowning um, and crocheting <laughs> Crowning it's for a very specific no, niche audience. Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like I feel like somehow the roles in this situation be, should be reversed. I should be the one being like, "Yeah, crowing and crocheting merch," and you should be like, "Um, let's rein it in here." <laughs> You're just like, "I'm gonna put anything on a t-shirt at this point." <laughs> We're going to have such a wide um, variety. So this one is actually mine. I crocheted while walking around the mall. So I like stuck my yarn in a backpack and have a string pulling on. I was just like walking around the mall and crocheting. And the funny thing was my zipper on my backpack like came undone and my ball of yarn like fell out. So I was I'm, like, I walked around the mall and my ball of yarn was like making this longer and longer tail and nobody said anything. And then finally this guy he was probably like 18 19 years old he comes up to me he's like hey yo you're yarn and i turn i'm like 
Ah, crap. Hey, yo. <laughs> You're like, you're like in Forever 21 and your yarn ball is all the way back in yes. Bath and Body Works. You know what's even funnier is it wasn't Forever 21. It was Rue 21. Ah. And, and like literally, and it's not like I could just pull my yarn and bring it to me. I had to go follow it because if I pulled it, it would have made it longer. Oh my gosh. It was pretty That's funny. That's hilarious. It was okay. And then it went in my pocket. So I have a question for you. Because yeah. I feel like... Yeah. The idea of crocheting while walking around the mall is cool to me, but I, in some senses, I really don't care what people think, but then in others, yeah. I'm like, ah, it's weird. Did you have any, like, reservations about doing that, or you were just like, I don't care? Nah, I mean, you know me. I'm really like, I do what I want. I don't really, as long as I'm not doing something that actually hurts somebody, I don't care. Right. Like, you want to look at me, um like I dare you like I totally was the mom who was like I dare you to tell me to go hide in the bathroom and breastfeed like that was just I, I'm just that way I'm not confrontational but I, I am also like spicy so I'm like yeah yeah do it see what happens do it I'll verbally take you down <laughs> did you um, get weird looks from people or were you no I had like I was in the in a line at Old Navy and I had one lady I like turned to look at something and she's like oh she's knitting and I was like oh I'm actually crocheting and she's like oh that's cool and like that was the extent of it like nobody really said anything the only two people who did was the guy was like yo your yarn (laughs) and and then the old lady calling it knitting and I was like knitting I should stab this in your ear and you tell me if it's knitting no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding This is not you said spicy. Longer. That's a whole new level of spicy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, somebody said that they crochet at the gym on the treadmill. I love that. And I love yeah. that. I love that. And I will 100% do that. 100%. And I will TikTok, record the crap out of it. I will make all the content. Like, I'm planning a gym membership. <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm, I'm. I need to make some money so I can get one because I really want one. And this is going down. It's going to happen. Um, Carmen has um, a TikTok of her crocheting on the treadmill. She does. That's and right. I have a treadmill in my basement. I should have done that already, but I haven't. Yeah. You can you can exercise and crochet at the same time. Yeah. I don't know That's if amazing. I'm coordinated enough for that, though, honestly. Honestly, you would be surprised at how, like, obviously don't jog or run, but you could do, like, a, like, maybe not a quick-paced walk, but you could do, like, a, a little, like, a little more paced of a walk yeah. in crochet. I have a stationary Fine. bike too. I feel like maybe I, that would be easier to start with. Ooh, that would be and also then, a good and then one. Progress to the treadmill. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Um, someone also said crochet while grocery shopping, and I have actually done this one too. I put the crochet stuff in the little like seat for kids, yeah. and then I just like crochet and push the yeah. cart, and I've done that. And that one's like. It's definitely a learning curve to like steer a cart and crochet at the yeah. same time, but it works. I feel like I can ba- barely successfully grocery shop when I'm just focused on grocery shopping. So I that one I don't think you it's feel gonna... like you can bathe. You definitely said bathe there. I said bathe. Yeah, you said I feel like I can bathe barely. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you can bathe. I can bathe. Yes, <laughs> I, I I do an adequate job with that. Hopefully. <laughs> been doing it my whole life i've been doing it my whole life <laughs> let us know can you bathe please send, it, send in your answers to the crochet bays at gmail.com 
We're about to get some weird <laughs> emails this week. <laughs> I wish more people would email us. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be totally me, like, begging for, for people to contact send us. Send us fan mail. Please send us. Send us weird emails. Just, I mean, even <laughs> even if you just, even if you're just sending a picture of a dolphin. At I don't point, know. I, just, I don't know if this door that you're opening is a door that you want to open. You literally just said, send I'm us scared. weird emails. <laughs> send us emails, okay? I just, we get so excited when there's an email. We do. We do. So, um, someone, okay, they were trying to explain this, and I feel like I got it kind of wrong, but it was like they were crocheting working outside like on a farm like they were in charge of like weighing something oh. so they would like in between having to like weigh things they'd sit and crochet and i think that's kind of yeah. cool that's like the ultimate homesteader man yes. like i sit outside and i you know like work on my in my crops and then i crochet at the same time like crops crowning and crochet <laughs> sign off the podcast with that until next time, crops, crowning, and crochet. <laughs> that was it, friends. That was the one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I, I saved the best one for last. Okay. And I know because the, the labor one was amazing, but this one is pretty incredible. Okay. So I jokingly was like, man, one of you people are going to be like horrible and tell me that you crocheted at like your grandma's funeral or something, okay? And then, and then Nurse and Stitches says, I did crochet at my grandma's funeral. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a jerk. And then she's like, let me explain, okay? And she said, so her grandma made this blanket and wanted it finished. And she's like, I got to finish my grandma's blanket. So at her grandma's funeral, she crocheted the blanket and finished it. And then they put it in the casket. I know. And I was like holding back tears. I was like, this is the sweetest dang thing I've ever heard in my life. And then the whole thing went south and we planned my funeral. What? So, what, you have, like, an army of crocheters that you're going to request to be at your funeral? Absolutely. Okay, so this is what we said. All right, I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, this is incredible. You are an amazing human being. Like, I begged her to also let me share this story because it's just so beautiful. Like, I just, like, her grandma's wish was that this blanket would get finished. And she's like, I got to finish this blanket. And then not only does she finish it, but her, she gets to give it to her grandma as like a final goodbye. Oh. And I'm just like, there are good people. In this <laughs> it's just, it's so wholesome. It's so great. I'm so, I just like, if you're not crying right now, listening to this, do you even have a soul? And if you are, are you just we basically talk, said, I me. don't have a soul. Because I don't cry. Well, you, do. you, you don't, but it's fine. You're a robot. Um, <clears throat> you really are. No, it's just, oh, it's just, it's the best. I, it made my day. Okay. But then, okay. On to how we were planning my funeral. All right. So I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. I just want you all to know that if I die young, bury me in satin, <laughs> lay me down on a I was going to say, if you don't finish that sentence with the lyrics from that song. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I told them, I said, I need all of you to show up. Every single person bring a crochet project and I want everybody to be crocheting. I don't care what you make in. You can make scarves and donate them or whatever you want to do. But everybody crochet at my funeral. Everybody do it. And then I said, if I die old, don't worry about it. We all have plenty of family to, to deal it'll, with. But like, It'll be the saddest crochet club ever. <laughs> okay, but what a tribute, all right? If you, like, dead it, like, but, like I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna envision my life, okay? Let's just say, like, my whole crochet business pops off. I become, like, this, like, no well-known designer, and it's, like, my full-time income, and I'm really loving what I'm doing, and I'm doing, like, you know, and then, like, I die in a horrendous car accident. And then, and then, like, people <laughs> who follow me are, like, we need to go to this funeral, and as a tribute... They bring crochet and they're like, "What? This is the last crochet or something." And, and that would be such a beautiful thing. I mean, I wouldn't know because I wouldn't be there, but I feel like it would be a beautiful thing. Do you think your family would be cool with all these strangers just showing up with crochet projects to your funeral? I think that they would know me enough to know I would be fine yeah. with this. Yeah. Well, if they doubt it, I'll just play them this recording and be like, "It's what she wanted." Everything is forever on the internet, my friends. You'll That's find true. it. It's forever. And this has been the Crochet Based, <laughs> episode 12. What a... I said crocheting on a roller coaster, and what a roller coaster it has been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but to be fair, I completely forgot about us planning my funeral, and I was not, like, so... When doing this whole thing, I didn't even think about, like, adding that in there, and then as I was doing this last one, I was like, oh, yeah, we oh, planned yeah, my and funeral. we planned my funeral. I also need you guys to play the In the Arms of an Angel, like, Humane Society commercial. <laughs> in the arms. I'll sing it. I'll sing it live for you. Perfect. Oh, this yeah, is great. Um, we're going to need some Lizzo in there as well. Lizzo? Yeah. In a mini, I'm a need a mini woman. Yeah, your version of it. Which <laughs> yeah. is just you doing that a thousand times. <laughs> it's fine. Um, also, I'm going to need you to cut out every part of me laughing in the podcast. And by that a point, super cut of I'm really losing. hoping we're on like... <laughs> <laughs> like just have like like what like five seasons of of uh the crochet based podcast me laughing and wheezing and screaming and squealing and whatever other noises they the make best of meg's laughs we really should do that for like pick a milestone episode like 25 or something and mm -hmm. um i'll do a segment in the episode where i just take the best moments of like funny things i said and then you laughing and just put them all I'm together, it. and it would be like a five-minute clip by that point, probably. Please do it. We should do it for, like, episode 20. Because there's multiple ones for every episode. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should do it for episode yes. 20. Like, that's a good that's a good milestone there. And yeah. Yeah. That would be really funny. We definitely do it. do it. Deck the halls with crochet bays merch. Ba la 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 la. Tis the season to buy t-shirts. Ba la 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 la. Don we now our bays apparel. Ba la 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 la. 
while we sing this crochet carol. Fa la 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 la. Fa la 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 la. Get all your holiday shopping done for the crocheter in your life. From the Crochet Bay's merch store. All right, everyone, it's time for our favorite segment of the podcast. Shut yeah, up it is. and take my and money. And this one, okay, this one, guys, is both of us. Because yeah. we kind of both have one. Yeah. So, holla. So, we figured because the topic of today was crocheting in unconventional places. Mm -hmm. We would kind of do something that went along with the theme. And if you're going to crochet somewhere other than your home, you need a way to get your project from point A to point B and have it all in one place. And Mm -hmm. for years, years, my method of doing that was like a beach bag. (laughs) honestly Um, mine was like one of the reusable grocery bags so it's fine right yeah so i had this like red and white beach bag with like rope handles and it wasn't even did not fit my aesthetic at all but it was (laughs) given to us it was actually a really cute gift for our wedding somebody put together this like little beach bag thing for our honeymoon um so it was a beach bag and they put like towels and like different like stuff for a beach day in it so it was really cute adorable actually um but then the bag became my crochet bag but it was just one big open bag that I would just shove everything into and um by the end of it the bag was really roughed up the lining on the inside had like the stitches had pulled apart from the main fabric so there was like this extra like uh space where like hooks and stuff would fall into there when I'd put it in the bag it would like accidentally slip between the lining and the fabric so I would like lose stuff and I'd have to shove my arm down there to be like uh did my missing (laughs) hook fall in between the lining again um so I eventually was like I need to upgrade to something that's actually meant for crocheting Mm -hmm. and there are lots of options out there that are really great so it's kind of you know, you can choose based on what it is that you're looking for. So I'm going to talk yeah. about the kind that I have. And then Megs is going to tell you about the kind that she has. And we will link both styles on our Amazon storefront so that you guys can get one if you don't have one already, because I mm-hmm. think they really come in handy. If you're someone who crochets in the regular and you like to be able to easily take your projects outside of the house, I think they're a really good investment. Um, so the version I have I would kind of call it like a duffel bag style. It's got two straps that you can, you know, throw over your shoulder. Um, And it has, the kind that I have has um, a zipper pocket on both sides. One is kind of like a flat zipper pocket for more like flat stuff. And then the other one is one that like opens up and has a little bit more space in there for hooks, for um, whatever you need to fit in there, scissors, tapestry needles, um, stitch markers, whatever. Um, and then it opens up and it can fit quite a few skeins of yarn in there. Um, cakes, you know, whatever style you have, but then it's got the nice little grommets. It has three of them that are spaced out. So you could actually have three different, um, yarns coming out of there. So obviously it feeds out 
which is really nice to have that feature where you don't have to, obviously, if you're on the go, you don't have to take the yarn out of the bag. You can just have it feed through there um, and it's ready to go. So I really like mine. It's just like a gray bag with black handles. So it's very neutral, um, but that's kind of what I was looking for. I just wanted something neutral and simple and it's really easy to just like throw in the car and bring with me everywhere. It's pretty compact, like it's not huge, but you can fit quite a bit of yarn in there for the size that it is. And um, it's definitely within like a carry-on size if you were trying to take it on a plane or something like that. It usually ends up being my personal item <laughs> when I go on a, okay. on a plane. Um, it definitely was one of my personal items when I went on the train to see Meg's. So yeah, I like my little bag. What about you? So I have the ever famous Ludes crochet backpack. Um, and I've also learned they have like a tote style or like duffel bag style as well, um, which may be what you have. Yeah, I'm going mean, or... to look it up while you're talking because I don't know what kind I have. Yeah, so um, I love mine. It's it's a lot like roomier than I thought. It's huge, but it also like works as a personal item. Like I had a carry, I had a duffel bag when I went to visit Jess in Michigan on the plane. I, I had a duffel bag that was my carry on. And then I had my backpack and I used that as my personal item and I had no issues. It fit under the seat. Um, it fit all my crochet stuff the whole time. I literally fit a full like 16 ounce bag of stuffing in there as well as like four skeins of sweet sizzles light and then all my other extra stuff it was great it has a little pocket like zip pocket you know for for all your crochet hooks and all that and then it has the big pouch where it has like um spots to place skein of skeins of yarn and then it has the little holes on the side to feed yarn through so you don't have to pull the actual yarn out yes you can pull it through the, the bag and then there's just a lot of different little pockets everywhere um, the top of it has like wire built in to where the zipper area is. So it doesn't like collapse and flatten on you. It stays standing, which is really nice. Mm. And it comes in a lot of really cute colors. I have black. I know there's a pink and a purple. Um, I love the pink. I don't have the pink, I have the black, but it's fine. Um, it's really cute. I ended up, um, like just to make it more me, I ended up crocheting myself a keychain and putting that on the zipper. Aw, cute. Um, and then if for whatever reason I ever had to check that bag, like easily identifiable because mm -hmm. I have my little, I, I put a little grumpy baby keychain on it. Yeah. So it's like totally my bag. I love it. It's really not that expensive. I think I want to say when it's not on sale and it almost always is on sale, it's around $35, which is really not bad for what you're getting. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're getting a good size backpack. Yeah. So I looked at mine. It's the brand is called Curmio. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce it. C-U-R-M-I-O. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's currently on Amazon. The, the color that I got, the gray is $16.99 and they also have, wow. it's on sale. It's normally $19.99 and then they also have a 5% coupon you can add on to it. The other ones, they have some designs that have like flowers on them. Those are $20.99, but still like really affordable. Um, there's also some other styles that I see on there that are kind of like, I don't know how to ex explain it. Kind of like a canister drum style where it's like a, a big cylinder you know oh oh i know exactly what you're talking about yep. um, and those are cool too spell it for me again spell it one more time the brand yeah uh c-u-r-m-i-o c-u-r-m-i-o yeah 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 i see what you're saying mm -hmm. we love that 
So see, I'm not seeing it for the price you're saying. But either way, it they're may really be because I have Prime. I also have Prime. Oh. Um, either way, like this one she's talking about, I'm seeing it for like twenty bucks. So yeah, so it's, that's it's really I don't know if it's really like inexpensive. Some weird deal because it says was 19.99 and then it has a 15 percent off thing on it. Yeah, so I don't know why. And then the ones the one I have is the Ludes backpack and it's L E U D E S. And of course we'll have both on the storefront so you guys can um check them out through there if you want to they're really great bags um yeah so the one i have is literally yeah um, those are cute 29.99 with a 15 percent mm-hmm. coupon right now yeah i so. see that those go off cute. friends and there's black navy blue pink purple like oh. an aqua color and olive green i love the army green and i love the pink of course of course i love the pink oh. we're not surprised i want I want the pink. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up for episode 12 of the Crochet Base podcast. I hope that you enjoyed listening and maybe your uh, creativity was sparked a bit of some places that you hadn't thought to crochet before. And now you maybe will take a project with you and, and crochet. Yeah. We're feeling a little more confident and feeling like you don't need to hide in your house to crochet. Absolutely. Like you can take it to the beach. You can take it to the moon. You can take it anywhere. <laughs> I did ask on my live, um, do you think anyone's ever crocheted in space? And then I said, let's oh. ask Jeff Bezos. Yeah. That actually is really interesting, I wonder. Um, if we missed one, if you've crocheted somewhere unconventional that we didn't mention, send us an email. <laughs> and that would just really make, that would really make Meg's day. Um but yeah, uh, episode 13, you guys, is going to drop right before Christmas, and we're going to be sharing with you some last-minute Christmas gift ideas that you can crochet real quick, because let's be honest, a lot of us who do crochet as a business, you've been you've been doing markets, you've been super busy, and you're going to find yourself maybe, you know, the week before Christmas going, oh my gosh, I have to make something for so-and-so. And we want to provide you with some ideas of things that will work up fast and hopefully things that people will actually want and like and use. And I'm really, I'm actually really excited for that episode. I think it's going to be a fun one. So I'm looking forward to episode 13 where it will be very festive, very Christmassy, all the fun things. And I like it. Yeah. Okay. Want to make sure, you know, if you had anything to add that. No, I'm just checking out at this point. Sweet. Cool. Love that. <laughs> Love that for us. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you give it a rating, a review, whatever, wherever you're listening. However, you can give us some feedback, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, whatever options you have on the platform you're listening to. That really helps us out, helps the podcast to get out there to more crocheters. So we appreciate you doing that as always. Mm-hmm. And until next time crops crowning and crochet (laughs) no crochet drink coffee and be kind wait is that the right order yeah crochet drink coffee be kind yeah you got it come on that's your tagline (laughs) my brain really overthinked it okay sorry one more time this is such a hot mess episode i'm here for it until next time crochet drink coffee and be kind Okay, bye. Much better. Crochet base. We're 
gonna crochet while we talk about crochet while we talk about crochet you can crochet too yeah